Hello, and welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 150, a live show that was done on Facebook and YouTube back on April 6th. Now, you can probably enjoy the show just by listening to it, but we had a lot of items for show and tell, including Fitz's flotilla of fun photos, so we hope that you get a chance to go to our Facebook and YouTube channels and enjoy the visual aspect as well. So let's dive in and get to the show. So while he's looking for stuff, I'm going to do a show and tell. So Fitz, you just keep digging through your photos, download them all. No, I got... No, no, too late. No, sorry. (laughs) No. Oh. Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Waka, waka. That was last show. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Get with it, man. Okay. So, uh, what funny voice does Fitz have for us this week? I know he's he's just he's like beautifying himself right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, putting on uh, his makeup. Like... <laughs> Hold on something? a second. Hmm? <laughs> We're live again. This is cool. what happened. So I don't oh, know man. about you, Lee, but... Hold on a second. I got to... All right. Good. We'll talk about sh- you while you're gone. <laughs> I shall hide fits in the show. Watch this, guys. Please. Done. <laughs> so obviously, you and I did not know that Fitz was going to do a Kermit the Frog impersonation when we not started at the last. All. But when I heard it in the recording, I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty good. So <laughs> I think you practiced that beforehand. Okay. A lot. He, he did not share that with us at all. So I was no. very ill-prepared. Yeah, and that's common. I, I think uh, he has something up his sleeve every time he starts a regular recording that we're not aware of. So already we have Adam and Chris in the show. Hello, guys. Hello, gents, <laughs> as Chris put it. Uh, as you can see, Fitz is <laughs> a, away from his mic. Oh, I think he's back. Hold on a second. There we his go. His beckoner beckoned. Yeah. Tony. Hello, Tony. Sorry about that. <laughs> Some people in this house have exact timing. <laughs> Just as I was about to do something. Jeez. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RC Roundtable, if you haven't said that already. Yeah, we're, we're past the Live. Fence. Yeah. Oh. We, we okay, get our so show in Bye, everybody. Everything's good. Thanks See for joining. It's been, a, it's been a fun show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I miss? Uh, we were just talking about you and your Kermit the Frog. Terry was I talking about Kermit you, Frog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been practicing in front of a mirror? I've practiced that for years. Oh, That's oh. all I can say. I can only say that at the, the, the beginning. I can't do any of his other sentences or anything that I know of. Hmm. All right. Just like I can do a Picard. Plot the course. Two, one, three, Mach 9. Engage. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> you think it's Picard. better? <laughs> well, Terry seems to think so. Yeah. So all the it. usual suspects are joining. Hello, everybody. Uh, Thank yeah, you. See Adam, Raymond, Chris, Rodney, Russell. Hey, Russ. Uh, Andrew Pedersen. The Chad is here. The Chad. Hey, Joshua. All right. <laughs> the usual gang of suspects. I'm bushed. You guys just got back from a club meeting. Oh, yeah, club meeting will do that to you. 
Maybe we'll start with that. So, Josh, tell us tell us what was in the topic of your club meeting. I think that's good good banter right yeah. there. What's yeah, important there to your club? That's, <laughs> that's not important to my club. <laughs> Costa Rica. Wow. Costa Rica. Wow. We're not worthy. I'm guessing Scott did not fly his RV8 down there. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. By the way, Andrew said I chimed in to say hello because he was the one who was asking when are we going to do a live show so oh. he's right he's right that's good <laughs> that uh, one of my aunts paste posted to facebook hey greetings from south africa south africa what the hell are you doing in south africa <laughs> you know okay. one of my favorites fits was when we were doing the walkthrough at perry and someone from france chimed in that was, that was quite cool. yeah that's amazing the small world huh? we are from france Oh shoot! Now that's that's a that's a meeting right there. That's something we can always agree on, right? Yes, <laughs> I I nominate flying. <laughs> meeting <I second>. adjourned. <laughs> I'll, I'll try that next time <laughs> when our meeting starts. I'll say, "Hey, let's get back to flying." Oh man, so hey. it's been Look, a while, Scott. But... Yeah, I'm sorry. What was that? No, no, go ahead. You're reading, so if you read something... Oh, I was reading, yeah, it says, Scott... I read it real quick. It says, he says, I'll be in Dos Amigos neck of the woods, like Dos Amigos restaurant. Like, oh, oh, us two. He'll be in Houston, I guess, uh, next week. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, here we go. We have a Canadian in our midst. Exotic oh. Southern Ontario. Oh, Southern. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess There's it would be rough yet. Southeast Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exotic, eh? All right. All right. Do we have things to talk about? We do. We do, actually. Oh, I've yeah, got... I, I know one. But, yeah, start us off. Oh, do you want me to start? Yeah. Well, what is it, what is it you wanted to talk about? Because we got some good emails. We got uh, we had some people uh, you know, asking again, doing a live show. And I put out some posts on our Facebook page, which I'll show. I think this was funny as heck. So let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Sorry, I got to do the whole share thing. I was not that that ready, but I can pull up the. Uh, doo -doo. Oh, I got to do that. Give me a second. Chat for a second, Terry. Let me move this to another tab. <laughs> so, is uh, all of your distraction taken care of, Fitz? All my distractions. Yeah. No. Oh, still have distractions. Come. I still got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I thought that one was funny. <laughs> we got a lot of nice feedback on that, but I did steal that page, by the way. From where? Uh, gosh, you know what? I, I maybe it was Motion RC, <laughs> but I just love that. I bought another plane. <laughs> That's a cold stare. <laughs> do, do you know the context of that? Is, is Not at all. Behind that, I'm assuming they're at a basketball game, and <laughs> it's like, second, go, go uh, get me a drink. I, <laughs> I, I don't get out much. Are they famous or? Oh, you don't know who they are? <laughs> Not really. The guy kind of looks familiar. Is that like um... Ben Affleck and Jay? He's been they Batman. Used... Okay. Yeah, they used right. to be married, no, if okay. I'm not mistaken. They got divorced, and I don't okay. know. I thought he looked familiar, story. but he looks different. Well, he did. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Huh. It was. <laughs> did we bring it back up so you can stare at her? <laughs> Here, I will. I'll share the screen just one more time so you can get your eye googly eyes on her. 
Oh yeah, that's, that's J Lopez. Okay. <laughs> really? They look like her. Wow. That's, that's so, J Lo. Trim's oh, gonna come back in there with a rolling is, pin. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, whoever I, I all it all it has is someone created the meme, but whoever made that, uh, if you guys know, kudos. That was hilarious. So thanks for sharing. Maybe you told her he's Batman. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> I'm Batman. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> So I'm waiting for the RC related memes with the uh, Chris Rock, Will Smith theme. Oh, there is man. one already. Did is you not see the wind one? No. Yeah, there, there's one. Yeah. It was. Um, uh, uh, I think it says Chris Rock says it's, it's a beautiful warm day, and it shows Will Smith slapping him. 35 mile per hour wind. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Because I think Tomas had something to do with that, right? Or he he commented. Yeah, on it. Just, I saw it from him. I don't know if he if he made it or got it from somewhere else, but that was I just funny. I remember. All right. So the other thing, I guess, if you'll let me share that I was going to talk about just for snits and grins, is this post I made. I got to bring it up here. So, <laughs> did you all get to, did y'all get to see that? Yeah, I saw that. Are you, you asking comments on it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I got some great comments. So I want to reach out to uh, Jason here, who started a nice conversation with me about his trailer. And I, I guess I will say that Fitz is, you know, towing Fitz's trailer to Perry kind of made me want to to take one. But anyway, uh, this is good. I, and I've been looking around. I've, I've made some inquiries and I'd certainly like to get my hands on one. But we'll see. But I just wanted to thank everybody who who did respond, and uh, even Stuart had mentioned that uh, you know if you get a dual axle, a tandem axle, you know, you're going to pay another fee for that on HOV lane, uh, not HOV, but toll roads. Mm-hmm. So it's something to think about. Yeah, but so, how many toll roads do you really go on that thing? It's not like you're towing toll roads every day. I know, but when I head up to Muncie, I'll be hitting a couple. Yeah, they, when you drive in the Northeast, every highway is a toll road. Yeah. So, and, and and when we went through Chicago, that was crazy because there are roads that are just like common, and you swear they made it a toll road after it was just a regular highway, and so they just <laughs> hit you with fees. And so, yeah. yeah, I had to make sure I paid that toll when we came back uh, from Wisconsin. So, uh, it is something to think about. Uh, I have also been looking at the torsion axles for single axles. So, I I have followed a guy on YouTube. He kind of gave a tour of his a trailer and I really liked it. So he did upgrade to torsion. He said the ride's so much smoother. So right now I am looking at that six by 12 with a torsion axle. And I still, I talked to Fitz about this. I still haven't put my, my, uh, I haven't made the decision whether to go with barn doors or a ramp. So what are your thoughts, Terry? <laughs> I don't think I have a dog in this fight. Well, have you, I mean, you've been to events, people bring trailers. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever made that distinction between ramps or doors. Yeah, Stephen. <laughs> well, I will tell you, Stephen, you are not kidding because there's a huge, I don't know how many pages it is. It's huge, over 800 pages that I think I caught one time on uh, Flying Giants on Show Us Your Trailer. I know RC Groups has one, but I think the Flying Giants is, is uh, much better. And then I got to vote here for do a ramp. <laughs> But I'll tell you that here's the one experience I've had with our scout trailer. It has a ramp. We've had kids fall down on the <laughs> ramp if it's just a little bit of rain. And we did put strips on there, the little 
grippy strips, whatever you call them. Yeah. And that helped, but those strips come off. So yeah. uh, I've seen, I've seen it happen. So it's like, oh, okay, now, not only that, the, if we did discuss the pros and cons, having a ramp means you have to have your trailer further away because you have to have enough room to bring that sucker down. And with barn doors, you have a little bit more room that you could you know, easily squeeze in if you had to. But of course, you still have to get your plane out, so they'd have to be open. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> you can always spray that uh, yeah. astroturf, okay. <laughs> or that what is that? Um, not that plasti dip, but the the bed liner stuff. Yeah, yeah. one of that's like rhino liner or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could do that, but that adds a lot of weight to that door too. Oh, so well, will a six by twelve fit in your garage? Nope. And you can't park that thing outside in your fancy neighborhood. Nope. Like five minutes, your neighbors will be calling up. Yeah, what if you so camouflage you, it to make it look like a garage yeah. door or something? <laughs> that's gonna be that's my goal. They <laughs> just put mirrors all around it. Just put mirrors all, yeah. What trailer? <laughs> Don't we have that so, cloaking technology yet? <laughs> yeah, or a Harry Potter thing. So we got so Andrew says doors don't blow shut in the wind, which is an interesting point. Uh, so it looks like we got two boats for a ramps. Ramp. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. So ramps don't blow shut. Yeah, that's a good point. That's good. Although most of the door trailers or barn door trailers I've seen have latches, so you open uh, it up and you put it in there. That sounds like a mm. Confucius thing. Ramps don't blow <laughs> shut in the wind. <laughs> that's my fortune cookie. <laughs> what is it? Uh, All right. So. Well, I think the outcome is clear. Now go do it. But you're saying you know you're going to have to store it somewhere else. So every time we, you want to use that trailer, you got to drive to where it's stored, pick it up, take it back home, load it up, and then. Uh, yeah, that's not for me. That's and unfortunate. So whenever I get to a point yeah. in my life where I think I need that extra utility, maybe I'll end up with a trailer. But I'm leaning towards the way Sparky did it. Just get one of those big uh, transit vans that you can fit everything in and you can sleep in it. But it's all there. Uh, thanks, Rodney. I agree. Um, it has a latch, so I like the idea of putting, you know, paper towels or little trays and stuff in there, so you could have them on the door. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like it's a it's theft deterrent. <laughs> just oil it up, grease it uh, up, like <laughs> kid deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but anyway, I'm still looking. But yes, Terry, I, I hear you. And I know it's unfortunate. But with some events that I'm planning to go to and bring a lot of airplanes, a trailer would be very helpful. I know my kids want to bring as many airplanes as they can to Muncie for Camp AMA. And I really can't just haul everything in my truck as I'd like. And so therefore, a trailer would be nice. And I'm sure I'd put it to good use. There is a storage facility about a mile and a half from here. That's reasonable. And yes, I'd have to back up the trailer, empty the planes, and you know, take it over there. But I think that's just a slight inconvenience. Because if I get the frame set, yeah, I mean, the biggest issue is just being stolen in general. And it could be stolen in my driveway, and it could be stolen somewhere else. Right. So uh, I'll do whatever I can to put you know, theft deterrent. And I think someone else here put low jack, so I would do something like that. Uh, but I think I could get by with that. And hopefully within you know five or six years when the kids are out of school, I'll find a place where I can have the trailer in my new big workshop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a Barn little shop. bit surprised because you already have the ideal situation. You have a friend with a trailer. I do, but you know how far he lives. 
<laughs> I mean, to get to his house and go back to, I'm going to need a nap. <laughs> yeah, talk about inconvenience of having it at a you know garage lot. <laughs> I'm literally an hour drive away, so. All right, fine. Or almost, yeah. But I, I'm sort of like the idea of just you know painting it up to look like my garage door. <laughs> it's a secretly, secretly extend the garage out. The driveway yeah, a, <laughs> a false wall or something. Yeah, there, well, there is no way. Yeah, for where I live, there is no way to get a trailer in the backyard, or there, I don't have a side like uh, Fitz does. So I did now at the old house. I did the old house. I used to have my boat in the backyard, so that was awesome. So I would love to have that again, but we'll see. Paint landscaping on it. Just put bushes all around it. Right. <laughs> that's my and that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let me paint it like a basketball goal or something, right? Right. Nice game on it. Put some floats on it and stick it on your pool. Just float in your pool. Yeah. <laughs> Still have to get back there. Okay, let's <laughs> let's move on. I know we had other talks. Uh, how about we uh, you guys address the emails we received? That was, well, that there's was not much cool. to address because we want to keep them kind of anonymous. Um, but we did receive feedback on the question that we asked in episode, what was it 149? Hey, does that make uh, us 150? Is that a milestone? Yeah, Technically, okay. yeah. Um, and we well, 150. Had, because remember, we had a couple of point one and point twos in there. The lost episodes, yeah. <laughs> so we asked in the previous episode, 149, people's positions on having swastikas on scale models. And we got some feedback on both sides of the fence. And uh, nobody was like, well, I kind of think this, but maybe that. Everybody seemed to be pretty strongly entrenched in the way they felt about it. So, But I think every email we got was very well written and not just a couple of words. I mean, some people went eight paragraphs long into their story or their reasoning and, and they were very well done. I mean, I, I think you could, you know, put them head to head and they all make good points. Well, sure. Yeah. You don't have to be a, I'm a closet Nazi. That's why I love swastikas. The people had valid reasons for, you know, thinking that it's an okay thing to do and yeah, more power to them. So, I kind of wonder with Fitz with all his little, uh, you know, sun, what do, they, what do they call them? On the Japanese side, what's it called? Oh, the, oh, the Hinamaru. Rising sun, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hinamaru, sign of the sun, not a rising sun. So a rising sun, sun? is with the... With the, the, uh, the, the meatball is a Hinamaru. Okay. The rising okay, sun was the one with the little the rays coming out. It, that, that's the battle flag. Anyways. Have you had anybody confront you? Talk to you? <laughs> what? What's that? Have you had anybody talk to you about that? You know, just or just saying, no. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like those Japanese airplanes. <laughs> no, because it's it wasn't it's not associated with anything as nefarious as the swastika. So the Japanese still use a big red dot on their aircraft, even modern military aircraft. Uh, so the, the the swastika has its its own, you know, nefarious connotations to it. You know, versus everything else's national flag or whatever. So. This is a totally different thing. Even even the Germans, the insignia is the Iron Cross. The Nazis flat the Nazi symbols is not related to that. It's the Iron Cross dates back for a long time. I mean, World War One aircraft had that, but the, you know the, the swastika. You know that's that's just you know see, is seen as pure evil and, and rightfully so in a lot of contexts. But on a scale aircraft, you know there's then there's where you can start to split. You know there's it's. Uh, there was arguments made on good arguments made on both sides. So, 
uh, I, I try to split the baby a bit with it, and you know, but there's obviously people that feel very strongly about that, and that's you know, that's the way it is. Nothing wrong with that. Opinions are, like you said, they're all very well written and very um, persuasive on, on both sides. Right. So, yeah. So thank you guys for this. Yeah, that episode's right only been out for a few days. Didn't we do that late last week? Uh, last week, that's something. Mid last yeah, week. So if, for those of you who have an opinion on this, feel free to write in. Let us know. Contact. Uh, yeah. Table.com. Yeah, we really appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to write out these uh, very thoughtful missives and. Uh, and it's very enlightening. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the comments were silent. There were no. I think we've, <laughs> we're done with that topic. So let's move on. Do we have a show and tell time? Do we have anything to show and tell? I thought we had a new product we wanted to talk about. Oh, all right. I think there was yes, Fitz wanting to talk about it. I can't see it. Uh, go? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we have something we can call up or something? I, I didn't uh, make a, give, me uh, give me a second. Yeah, can you call it up? So just do your best to like talk about, uh, hey, so something in the news. <laughs> okay, so we had a new product that just dropped. And actually, do we have two new ones? Well, at least one new one. Uh, but I thought we had another one from, anyways. So um, it, <laughs> pay attention, pay attention. All right, so it just dropped, what, yesterday? Day before? Uh, I don't, the folks I don't know if it's motion, available yet. I just saw uh, stuff posted on Facebook. It's no, it's available for order. People are ordering oh, it. They made a they made a note. No order order. Well, I think they're out of stock now, maybe, but we can check. But order order. Yeah, they were saying that for the first time, Motion actually had it in stock, and they announced it when it was in stock, so people can snap it up. From what I understand, but there it is, a B two, uh, ducted fan, twin seventy millimeter. If I remember correctly, don't have all the stats, but you can see it's it's big. It's over eighty inches wingspan. And it has uh, some sort of gyro stabilization built into it. I don't remember the batteries. I guess 6S, maybe? 6S, 5,000. I think one 6S, uh, 5,000. Well, that's kind of surprising. Just one, huh? I probably would go two, but that's just me. Uh, so, yeah, there's a video of unboxing it. It's a, it's, it's a big mother. Uh, oh, although it looks like the wingtips snap in. Uh, very neat to see that. Uh, there's been other B2 bombers in the past, but they're all been pretty small, if I remember correctly, electric ones. I think uh, Wattage had one many, many moons ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Pretty rare to see. And I think somebody else had one. May have been uh, Dynam or something. I can't remember. Are you, you able to see the video? Yes. I see it. I don't know if anybody else does. Okay. If you can't see the video in the chat, let us know. Because I can't see it if I switch back to StreamYard, so I'm just sitting here watching it. Yeah, he's, he's taking it out and taking a look at okay. it. It's interesting. He's got the split rudders. Uh, did you guys see that there is a option you know, clear vertical in the center, center fin. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the flight performance difference is with and without it. I was thinking the same thing. So I wonder how they said something about it's easier on the stabilizer if you use that little fin. But I'm like, if I had it, I'd be like, hey, you know, stupid fin. You're going to go raw just the way you meant. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, what, anyways, just like uh, Northrop meant to Billy Northrop, or is it? No, not Billy Northrop. But Northrop. But anyways, I, I see um, Delta Dart. I think it's Mike has one. He's on on order, so I figure he gets one. Uh, <laughs> if you do, we got to bring it out to, to Houston and let's take a look at it. Uh, so I was getting surprised. You know, they're always working on different jets, but I did not expect that. That's that's uh, 
uh, a surprise. So that, that's interesting. It looked like you see some videos of it flying. It looked like it flies just fine. And some, it's got some snazzy yeah. landing gear on it. And it's a big, uh, uh, that was an LX Banana Hobby. Yes, thank you. Um, so uh, I, wait, shh, shh, Joe's here. <laughs> oh, Joe. So, anyways, how about that game last night? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Buck says Carf. Uh, Lee, was that the Carf one you videotaped? Got like a million views on that video of take flying around? Yes, yeah. At Bomber, I think, I, right? Yeah, at Bomber. It was nice. Rough, yeah. A little bit of rough landing. And, you know, people were giving him griefs like, man, that was a actually pretty good landing because that was a maiden, if I wasn't mistaken. And ah, right, you right. We were all moved back. We were all pushed way far away. And yeah, get away. <laughs> does it weird. <laughs> yeah, that was a turbine, of course. It was a single or twin turbine. I don't know. Had to be twin. Twin. It was a twin turbine. Twin. And wow. he, you know, it, it just bounced on him, and you know, unfortunately, landed in the. And it's like people were like, "How come he didn't steer it for the runway?" It's like because you don't have a rudder when you're on final. <laughs> you're just you're kind of kind of going the direction that plane's pointing. So, but it but yeah. it was very nice. Very nice. I bet that is an interesting plane to fly. There's no flaps. You got these drag rudders. Uh, it's sort of a silhouette. There's not real much break up to the paint scheme to it. It's just yeah. a, a funky plane all the way around. Yeah, I wonder if uh, this one I, needs a paved runway. So it looked like the wheels were kind of squishing. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a flying wing. It's got a lot of lift. I bet you, you might be surprised. But I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I'm sure people are asking that or somebody's going to find out. I mean, yeah, you I'm could sure. discus launch that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you test those removable wingtips. You might need three or four spins, but you might be able to do it. <laughs> I, I want to see that. Launch. There's the challenge. Challenge accepted. I want someone to discus launch the V2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I told you about the guys that when at the time I saw a real one in California that was flanked by two uh stealth fighters. Did I ever tell you that? Not much more so. story to it. It, it was it was uh, out near Edwards when I used to work out. F one elevens and uh, F-117s. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. F-117s. Uh, so, yeah. So there was a, a B-2 stealth bomber flying, and it was it had two wingmen, and they were the stealth fighters. And it was the most surreal thing I've ever seen. It was just like some weird futuristic-looking uh, formation, and just all these arrows and right angles and stuff flying over. It was – I wish I had a – I didn't have a cameras before. Digital cameras were real popular. And uh, it was just, you know, nobody had cell phones, that had cameras. Uh, and it was just so cool. It's like, wow, that is the coolest scene, thing I've ever seen. Never seen anything like that at an air show or anything. And I'm not sure what was going on, but it was just, it was a neat uh, scenery. So we need to, somebody needs to do that with, hey, with this one, what you do is you buy the B2 and you put, you know how they had those airplanes that fly in formation, but they're stuck together with sticks? Yeah. Just do that. Just put a couple of dummy F-117s out the side. And so you can have them flying in formation. All and together, it's it very happy. I, I be all the feels and stuff. Yes. <laughs> all right. So talk Anyways. a little bit more about this. How many channels? And let's confirm the battery. Uh, I don't know. I got to call up the website. Yeah. That's a good question because somebody. Uh, I wonder how many channels you need to mix together or anything like that. Uh, if I was prepared, I would have put the website up before. I yeah, did. I glanced at it yesterday for just a minute, so I don't know happy no details. Give me. Uh, Two seconds. So, Lee, you're looking at it now. How much does this thing cost? Are there I, I didn't packages? have to look at it. I remember 699 smackaroos. So, 700 yeah, bucks. Cheap. Is that just the airplane? That's uh, what I had. Well, like a ARF that needs a battery and a receiver? Uh, you know what? I just saw 
$699. And I went, okay, I've got another plane I got to spend money on. But depends yeah. on, because it says, oh, it's, why am I in euros? That's weird. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got there. Somehow I got their European page because it was like it was 700 and something. I was like, wait a minute, what? Uh, so much for what happens if you don't use Google. Uh, all right, let's try this again. Six ninety nine plug and play. Okay, so that means battery and receiver still need to be added. Yep. And uh, here yeah. This is like a six S five thousand. Is that what I see in the? Sorry, That's guys. That's what I we, saw yesterday I, when I was looking. I wasn't told we were doing this. Uh, let's see. Requires <laughs> six channel radio. So it's just That's just a six it. channel receiver. One okay. six cell four to six thousand. And that's oh, it. Well, it looks like it's got an electronic mixing unit. It's got a gyro stabilization unit, uh, six axis, six axis, six axis flex controller. Uh, orchestrates the, yeah, there's, a, there's an electronic box, magic, magic box. Uh, four moving flap Elevon surfaces. Flap. Uh, oh, I'm trying to read this. Oh, it's got lights and bogey wheels, suspension struts. Spacious battery tray. Uh, plus, I kept intakes. So, yeah, 260 amp speed controller, seven, 10 servos, um, huh. 2100 kV in rudder motors. Oh, that's interesting. So, it has lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff. So, 4,000 to 6,000 6 6L battery. A single, right? Uh, it looks like, yeah, one single one. Yeah, that'll be neat to see. I'm sure one will pop up in your area. At least one. Is it a plethora, a gaggle, <laughs> a pride? <BTO> form. <laughs> pride, pride. <laughs> a pride Pod. of B2s. <laughs> a pride of spirits. That would make sense. Yeah, well, EPO foam. I mean, it looks very nice. It like all the, the striping and, uh, and this and that. Okay, nobody else is seeing what you're seeing, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I was looking at another page. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I, I like that. Oh, that's ah, cool. Look at that. <laughs> you see that? But for those who haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and go watch the the Motion RC video for it. They've got some really good flight footage that I guess they shot with a, a chase drone. Yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah, one yeah. shot where I swear that camera hit that plane and they cut right before it passed. <laughs> it's like, come God. on, man. There have got to be prop marks in that wing. Yeah. Because it was the pretty darn close. Yeah, it was, yes, it was very good footage, very good advertisement for it. Yeah. But I will say that's it's just not a plane I'm going to be putting in my arsenal. Yeah, it's neat to see, but I don't need to own one. So what's the availability for it? Uh, well, some people it's in got stock. It. It's in stock. Yeah. Okay, so Butch says they sold out today. Yeah, all right. Uh, no, this one says in stock, unless it was a different version. Hmm. In stock, only ten left. Order soon. All right. Unless they restock. We found we found another trailer out back. Hurry <laughs> 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 yeah. I know. <laughs> okay, mm. we beat that one to death. Next. You got anything else? Yeah, we all kinds of stuff because you guys did a floaty thing, and did we already talk about your latest swap meet thing? I thought we did. Maybe we did, but it, we didn't talk about your floaty thing because that was just last weekend. 
my floaty flute thing. All right. Well, I got some. I got some pictures. I guess maybe I can pull up. We didn't. We didn't talk about Scoby because we were heading <coughs> to Scoby, but we yeah. And Fitz's flotilla of fun. All right. So let's talk about the boats, and then we can talk about because what I remember is that you were talking about selling some control line stuff when you went to Scoby. So you can update us on that. All right. Is that me? To go first. Well, <clears throat> doesn't matter. You guys arm wrestle. I'll do. I'll do Scoby. Scoby was there. Scoby was good. Pretty big turnout, wouldn't you say, Fitz? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Was yeah. Yeah, I mean, people were. Uh, I mean, it wasn't I the had, biggest, but it was decent. I don't know. The cars were parked all the way to the control line area. So this was a swap meet at Scoby Field in West Houston. Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas. That's West, West Houston's Houston. good too. Yeah. Well, I'm just being more specific. Bayou City Flyers, and in Bush Park. So yeah, it was a good swap meet. There's a lot, a lot of stuff out there. I'm trying to think. I tried to sell stuff. I, <laughs> I did send sell a plane. I gave the money to Fitz, and then I took the money back from Fitz. <laughs> just, <laughs> we'll just leave it. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I ended up buying some, just some servos. I ended up getting a whole bunch of Spectrum gear from uh, our former president at our club, and. What else did Spectrum we do? gear like receivers, transmitters? Uh, a, a receiver and servos, digital servos. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll find a use for them. He gave me a really good price. So thank you, Justin. And what else? I'm trying to think. I mean, I can just go to the part I was going to talk about. That was Austin found another FPV. Uh, I'm going to say racer, but it was really more for kind of the stuff we saw with the B2. Kind of mm -hmm. just uh, chase chase quad how we go yeah. so know, and he's flown it once i don't know if he's flown it again so i don't know the condition of it it's one of those toys that you might get in <laughs> uh-oh uh so i ha i'm not even sure i've seen it lately so i hope he still has possession of it <laughs> Good night, um, tony it was oh see you tony the uh it, it had some custom 3d printed parts on it it was all home built so I, I hope he's happy with it. It's uh, different, but I gave him some cash and he picked that up. But as far as the control line stuff, I met up with the buyer uh, for this family whose uh, father, would, you know, unfortunately could not fly anymore and take care of the planes. And they needed to fall into hands of someone who would appreciate it. And I, I think I did that. And I, I'm pretty sure I covered that in our podcast. So I met this guy and his friend and, and their kids are going to use the aircraft to do control line combat. And I think they got a great deal. For me, the some of the engines, these Russian engines we talked about it, uh, was the Cyclone or Cyclone. Uh, they're kind of unique. They're Russian made and very popular at one time because these were like first release engines, uh, 15 size engines. Mm -hmm. and, but I didn't know their condition. I don't know how much they've been run. I, you know, some of them were completely seized up. So, you know, I had, to I had to consider that. I couldn't really give them the $200 price some people were asking on eBay. But he was very happy. I was able to meet the uh, son-in-law of the man. And it was I, I tell you, it was really nice. He came in and I, I told him, I said, look, I've already made the deal. You don't have to come if you don't want to. He said, no, I'd like to come. And so he did. And then I said, well, are, how long can you hang out for? And he said, I, I've got time. So we took him to the runway. Austin had his little Aero Scout. He came out there with us. He watched... Austin fly the Aero Scout. He was very entertained by that. And then Fitz had brought his helicopter that he's doing a review for. So he came out there and, and Fitz did his little show with the, the helicopter. And maybe you, can you talk about it? Is that for a review? Oh, good. You're very choppy, Fitz. You suddenly went to chop mode. 
Right. In any oh, case. sorry. I was doing something. Uh, <laughs> I'm loading a movie. <laughs> I'm I'm encoding well, a video. <laughs> He's probably watching the B2 video. <laughs> CPU's at 110%. Is it still bad or? Yeah. It's pretty bad, but we'll come Your back to you. Picasso but, fits. Yeah, so he has the helicopter. Me and might talk about it. So, I, again, that turned out well. And afterwards, uh, they gave me a nice card, a thank you card that had a, uh, a Visa gift card that I was like, this is perfect because I took Austin out to lunch. So oh, nice. it was a it was a kind of a good full circle, you know, get to meet the guy, you know, get give the planes to some people that will appreciate it. Right. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh, <laughs> okay. Now I understand. He's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Stephen. Not posting that, but thanks, Stephen. Oh, hey, Quinn. It's Let's not see, airplane porn. It's boat porn. <laughs> oh, maybe he's getting ready to show stuff. Uh, yeah. So wrapping it up, I think we had a good time. Fitz, did you buy anything? I don't know if you were putting stuff in your pockets. Okay, so did I buy? Yeah, I bought a couple of minor things. I bought, I don't know how still choppy I am. I got. You're better now. You're better. This. Sorry, I'll switch to you here. Hold on. Let it focus. Another half a engine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. Um, yeah, another guy had these. Uh, this is a Cox um, hey, uh, yeah. uh, 040, uh, 074. Uh, I basically bought it for the muffler. It was real cheap. And I needed them because it's, it's all beat up. It's it's the carburetor is missing and broken, and, and but it's a parse engine. But it was so cheap, and I wanted the muffler, so I picked that up. Some guy had it there. I uh, thought you bought a parts engine at Perry. For the I know another guy had one. When it rains, right. it pours. Now you have. I two never. Muffers. I was. I never see these. And then two swap meets in a row. I see a guy with these engines. Sorry, if it's out does of that focus. use a glow plug? Um. You know, that's a you, good eye. Yes, it has a regular glow plug head. And I don't think oh. my other one does. So it was a good... Actually, I think it came with a regular... Oh, I got another regular one. But anyways, yeah. So so I've got an optional glow plug head. Uh, I don't remember if the other one does it. I had to look at the other one. But anyways, so I picked that up. Actually, I got a bunch of engines. Uh, Nathan, our buddy Nathan, said, Hey, I got some engines I got picked up from... Uh, so I forgot where he said where. And asked if I was interested in them. So, oh, that's uh, right. You did a deal. Them. You did a deal out there. I did a deal with him. So, um, well, it was a I don't know if I call it rather. quid pro quo or anything like that. But yeah, I, yeah, I helped him. Yeah, because I had delivered him something we got at Perry Swap Meet. Yeah, the Raptor. Yes, right? the Raptor. So he was really happy to get that. And he picked that up and he said, Hey, I got some stuff for you. And so I ended up with. A another Cox engine, I believe this is a it's either 09 or 015. I believe it might be a 15. Um, uh, Space Hopper, I believe these are uh, with the rear Venturi intake. It's kind of okay. interesting. It's it's needs a lot of TLC. It's all seized up and stuff. But uh, I I don't have a Cox 09 or 15, so that's pretty neat. Uh, I got yet another Cox Baby B. Okay. Uh, but he had a couple of other interesting things. I've got a McCoy. A control line engine, and this one is actually in good shape. And what was most interesting is this guy. Oh, a CO2 engine. Yes, a little CO2 engine. And I always wanted one. So when he when he 
pulled this out. I was like, yeah, cup to papa. It's got the little car cartridge uh, adapter thing. I haven't run it yet, but uh, you know, I, I go look them up, see if there's anything I need to know if I need to lubricate it or anything like that. But that's pretty cool for if I do something like a free flight or a really lightweight RC something, I mean, it might be kind of neat. Uh, so thanks, Nathan. I really appreciate it. That was fantastic. Uh, does that have to be uh, CO2 or can you use compressed air? Uh, well, I guess, I don't know. I guess technically you could use compressed air, I would think. I don't see what the difference is other than um, less chance of line freezing, probably. Uh, okay. But I don't know where you get a, a compressed air vessel to use on it. Um, people uh, use all sorts of things. Oh, the shelf medicine bottles and stuff like that. Good question. Mm, I will look it up. Uh, so I brought some things to sell. Uh, um, mainly, I had an airplane. I just didn't, didn't fly anymore. Bye, Raymond. I decided to. Oh yes, hey Raymond. Uh, so uh, I. So this is funny. So uh, I have this plane. I had a pretty cheap price on it or something. So one of the guys I know locally said, hey, I'll take it. You know, I've got to use for it. I said, yeah, sure. And so I sold it to him. And um, it was funny because earlier in the day, I had bought something from him. So basically, it was the same price. So <laughs> the money I had given him to buy something, he ended up giving back to me to take what I had. <laughs> So, uh, but what he had was, yeah, that was one yeah. those times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it was pretty neat. So I ended up getting from him something actually kind of neat. It was a, a short kit for a Boeing 727. Uh, How big? So, uh, not very big. Maybe a 40, 50 inch wingspan. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I just have to go big. find it. So it's a decent size. About but, a thousand inches long, right? Uh, no, well, not that bad. Uh, but it was, yeah, 20 DS, not very big, maybe 60 millimeters, something like that, 65. It may have been meant for 049 for all I know. I don't know. It was just some odd thing that was, I think, was in a old issue of RCM or something like that. And he had the plans and a bunch of laser cut wood that came with it. I was like, well, that's kind of neat. That's something you don't see every day. I'll, and he wasn't asking much for it. So, okay. So I ended up being a trade than a purchase, but hmm. the trade takes up a lot less space than the plane did. So I'm happy. <laughs> All right. So, but other than that, I didn't really buy anything else that I can think of. No, just uh, the, the short kit and this little little guy, and that was basically it for anything purchases. Uh, I got off easy. There was some neat helicopter. stuff there, but I was. What about helicopter. the helicopter? What you brought out there? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! So you said I bought a helicopter. So oh, I have a review coming up for the the um, the new S one fifty. No, S-150. 150S. The Blade 150S uh, micro helicopter. It is a neat little guy. I'll take it out. Uh, and so Lee was nice enough to join me and take some some of his stunning pictures that he usually does with the uh, his 8,000-millimeter uh, camera. Uh, so, uh, so, I was in the other state for when I took these photos. Yeah. <laughs> I think from orbit. So nice little guy. It's got a carbon fiber frame, nice metal tail boom. Uh, it flies really nice. We even though it was a little breezy out when we flew it, uh, got some nice pictures, and I got to play around with it, fly around the open area, try some aerobatics with it. I've been, it's, I'm really quite impressed with it. This one is an upgraded version of their previous uh, 150, and then it has telemetry now, 
and I guess the Avian speed controller or the micro version of it. So you got full telemetry in this. I don't know if they tweaked the the stabilizer or anything. I don't didn't see anything about that. So it was mainly just electronics update. Uh, but it's an impressive little guy. All brushless motors for the tail and for the the main motor. It's got lots of power, very aerobatic. Uh, you can 3D the thing. Uh, it certainly can do more to my skills. So I was real. It's really neat. And I've had a chance to fly it a bunch of times since then. And I really come to like it quite a lot. Uh, I, I even dinged it. I got a very, very minor ding on a tail boom when I tried to land it on a table and it, and it didn't end well. But, it, <laughs> but hey, it, it was durable. It, it took it like a champ. So it was still flyable after that. But uh, uh, So look for view in this in model aviation. I've already submitted it. So probably whatever issue comes out in two or three months, it'll be in that issue. So, any questions? Yeah, does AS3X or SAFE have any role in rotary wing? Yes, it does have that. It has, I guess, a helicopter version of AS3X because it has built-in stabilization on it. And it has safe mode or uh, an uh, instant safe mode. There's, it's, I have it on a, a momentary button. So like an O-crap switch? I press switch? the button, it's an O-crap switch. And it works great because at one point I was, I was inverted. And I said, I wonder how well that O-crap button works. I press the button, it goes, <laughs> really quick. So it works great. Uh, I think if you put it on a regular switch, then it's basically stuck in that safe mode. Because I think I held the button down and wiggled the sticks, and it moves around, but it's very much... It's self-writing, you know, as soon as you left the okay. stick, it kind of does it. So it's basically, it's it, it advertises that it has safe mode. Uh, but I like the panic button. as a, uh, But uh, it, it was just funny to see that. So, yeah, it has a bunch of stabilization. Even a breezy day, it, it's pretty well locked in. The only thing it'll bounce around is in in pitch because, you know, there's it, it's just a little guy. Wind kind of bounces around a little bit. But other than that, it was actually a very stable helicopter. And this stock setup was pretty good. Except for one, had a one minor nitpick on uh, the stock on the throttle curve for normal mode, but you'll see that in the magazine. Didn't you also have a problem trying to get the uh, nose on because it was just so tight? Like the yeah, was really pushing. Yeah, what happens is the the wires and stuff. You, you think there's enough room in the nose, but it's not quite, and so you can't quite get the. Oh, sorry, the um, you, with the wires and stuff in the battery when you try to put the canopy on. It doesn't quite. You got to really press it on tight to get to the little, uh, little pieces that hold the, the side or the fuselage on. Uh, I did find a way. That if I move the connector to the side when I plug it in and put the canopy on, it does much better. So uh, that is one of the sort of minor annoyances with it is getting the canopy until you realize find a technique. It's a little tricky to getting the canopy back on and on the uh, little lug nut nut things that stick out. But that's the really the only complaint I had about it was just the tightness of the canopy. Other than that, it's, it's a wonderful little machine. What cool. size battery is it? It is a three cell, four hundred and fifty milliamp hour battery pack. Oh. All right. Sorry. Those X or EC five IC yeah. fives. IC okay. two. Two. Okay. And yeah, it's a good eye, Terry. Yes. So it looks like Horizon slash Blade is moving. Did I go out of focus again? There we go. Horizon slash Blade is moving to these IC2 connectors for all their little um, micro UMX and that kind of stuff type things, uh, which uh, you have to get an adapter to charge it is the only negative thing until they come out. I guess they're charging. Ah. You got to adapt it to the um, EC3 or EC5s. 
but I do like the connector. It's a good connector. It's a, it's a for its size. It's a relatively high current and low resistant connector. It's just that it's it's so new that chargers are not coming with it built in. You have to get the they have a little a pigtail adapter you can get. Uh, it's also compatible with the uh, EC twos, if I remember correctly. Uh, but being this being an IC two, I don't know if you can see it, but it's got the third data wire in the in between the two power wires. The old uh, third rail. Don't touch it. It's got the third rail, so that's the data line. And I don't know if you guys saw when I did a, a review of the first generation of the uh, smart batteries and smart chargers. I hooked up a logic analyzer to this data line to see what kind of data was coming through. It was really interesting to see the the uh, the, the data pattern. Once you plug everything in. Hmm. Yeah, somebody says I'm out of focus. I'm sorry. Maybe I got too close. That should be better. Yeah, it looks a little better. Yeah. Anyways, hope that answers your question. Yeah, it did. Hey, and Sparky's here. Hey, Keith. Hey, Sparkles. Thanks for joining us. And Kirk demands a dad joke. <laughs> These no, I think jokes to offer <laughs> dad jokes. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a pocket full of them, I'm sure. Okay, so is that everything mm -hmm. from Scooby Field? I believe so. Okay. I, think it's flotilla, I think it's flotilla time. Well, I, I just thought of a question. You flew the helicopter. Was there other stuff you flew? And weren't you going to go back on Sunday? Or is that top secret? Go back on Sunday. I thought you had another mission the day after. Somewhere. Oh, well, that's not top secret. We went to Bomber. Oh, that's right, Bomber Field. What'd you do there? Took photos of some Legend Hobby aircraft. Are those secret? Nope, because we okay. already put the pictures out there. Oh, what is it? Was it? The is it still called a Sky Raider, or does it have a nickname? Fits the two sad. Oh, it's just it's a, a dash E version, right? It's like A two E or yeah. something like that. A1, yeah, I think A1 it's just, a, just a, the dual spad. I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know good. if it had a nickname or not. Are there four people in there? <laughs> I think they well, can. No, I think at least three. There's two, and then like a back back area for you know wounded people. Nap and I time. Think a, a medic. <laughs> so yeah, I think it can do four. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the the other version of the Sky Raider, the with the wide canopy. It looks good. Yeah. I could. Yeah, it does. Was this uh, yeah. electric or gas or CO two or what? Uh, well, they were all gas. Rubber powered. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, he had that, and he had the I guess a shock cub too was out there, and oh, also the the caravan. He had a bunch of stuff out there. Oh, but mainly I think it was for the the maiden one of the, the the Sky Raiders, which unfortunately didn't happen because remember the, the meme I talked about the the wind. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a high wind crosswind, direct cross coming over the uh, um, the pit area, so it was extra turbulent for your pleasure. Nice. So these are yeah, some okay. photos I took of the uh, caravan. Is that one electric? Yeah, no, uh, yes. No. That one is? Yeah, oh, yeah that one's electric. Yeah, that's electric. Yeah, that's yeah. Wally's custom-painted uh, FedEx uh, caravan. Nice. Has it flown? Which, yes, I believe it has. Cool. All right, so that's uh, yeah, the there's a two-seater. That looks good. Good Sky Raider. It does. It looks really nice. It's got the weapons package. He tinted the clean, rear canopy but... window. Now, is that uh, yeah, blue well, tent? Normal? I thought they had some sort of green tent. 
Uh, yeah, I was wondering about the blue tent, but he said that was accurate, and he did it okay. custom. It didn't come out. It didn't come that way. Yeah, so I didn't want to argue with him. <laughs> he said it was. It was. I, I, maybe they had different color tents. I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, could be. yeah. these are really snazzy planes. And I had, think I had a oh, I forgot size engine. A sixty size, sixty cc engine. If I remember correctly. All I knew is it was start. quite breezy. <laughs> yeah, oh, very was, breezy. His plane's going to easily start rolling right. backwards on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was nice. It didn't run up a little bit. It's got the auto start in it, so it's, I believe it's an EME 60cc engine in it, and a nice growl to it. Where's the three blade prop too? The Spud. <laughs> spud. <laughs> so the plural Spud. Uh, oh, I don't know if that was stock ordinance. I think the kit comes with a bunch of ordinance, doesn't it? Oh, okay. I thought it did. Although he does have some 3D printed bombs. I think they're. Uh, uh, from, um, I, I, I don't want to guess where they're from, but yeah, he did have some three d printed ones that actually split when you drop them. <laughs> oh, thanks, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to smack you next time I see you. <laughs> it's Smith style. Yeah, so we Russ went is there, a we member of my club, so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying, we went there. We were hoping to fly just too windy. Also, our buddy Chris had his uh, big shock cub out there and fits yeah. well, at least i was egging him on i really wanted him to fly and you know what if you can fitz can you tell us that little solution you helped him with with his radio <clears throat> maybe just maybe we can provide some uh, <laughs> advice for others oh yeah um should i get a radio for show and tell to do that <clears throat> no no keep it quick <laughs> keep it quick okay so it was the antenna so he was doing <laughs> you would ask me that when i got a drinking problem so <laughs> So he wanted to do a range check with it. And so we, he set up the radio. He pressed, he's got one of those NX10s, I think. And so you can do a range check built just going to the menu and sit like range check. Like the one behind you? Yeah, look at that. Like the one behind you. There's a box yeah. your left over your left shoulder. There's a box behind me. <laughs> yes. So what's nice is it'll tell you to drop packets and stuff from the receiver. So well, that's pretty neat. I got to use that more often. But anyway, so he was walking around and he was a little concerned. He says, well, you know, I got like 800 drop packets here. That's got me a little concerned. I, should I move the antenna around? I gave him some advice of moving the antenna, the, the, uh, like the satellite antenna. But then I looked at his transmitter. It's like, well, your, your antenna is pointing direct horizontal as you're walking around. You really should have your antenna pointing vertical or near vertical. Uh, and that's the best transmission pattern. The, the transmission pattern out of the end, end of an antenna is terrible. The, transmission is the antenna is designed to transmit radially out from a vertical, what they call a, uh, a vertical plane uh ground plane so he did that he popped it up he goes, well let me try it again so he popped his antenna up and then another range jack and he had like 10 drop packets it was just a dramatic change and he was just floored he said wow that made a huge difference i was like yeah and then, you know you always want your antennas try to get your antennas in the plane and a transmitter in the same orientation and that gives you the best transmission and reception pattern and so, so we learned something that day kids uh, and that was it was neat to see the battle the noise at the battle. Yo, Joe. Da, 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 da. Okay. So anyway, that was, that was what Lee was referring to. Well, that begs the question, what's a number of missed packets that doesn't cause heartache? Um, that's a good question. Probably the, 
the issue is not probably missed one missed packet a, a lot. It's probably not an issue. But if you got a whole string of missed packets, then you start missing because you won't notice one missed packet. It go by so fast, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna notice anything. But if you got a dead spot where you got a whole stream of missed packets that last longer than a, you know half a second or a second, then you, that's the issue that you're gonna get. Does it log them with time, or do you just know that you missed X number over the span of time? <laughs> Good question. I think some of the receivers can log it, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a fascinating question, <laughs> Professor. I believe either the, trans the transmitter can log them. Some of the transmitters can. Something, it sounds familiar. I thought I read it somewhere. And Some of the uh, Spectrum has the capability of logging some of that stuff and some of the higher-end ones. But, uh, yeah. don't me in that. but I thought I read that somewhere. Uh, if you have the SD card in your transmitter, I think it can do that. That's interesting and all, but with radio yeah. equipment, I just want to turn it on and have it work. I don't want to investigate it. I don't need to know how many packets were dropped. <laughs> it's really as long as I just, charge the battery, then I'm good to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's good to know because you know with wiggly sticks, you never saw anything freeze or anything. But I guess it's a good metric to know that in this condition you're missing a whole bunch of packets. In this condition, you're not missing hardly any. So it's at least a good. Uh, indicator of that you're have a good setup. Yeah, yeah, that was good for him to know. At least the so you don't point the antenna at the airplane as it's flying around. I've seen people do that. They kind of yeah, it. that's that's the worst thing to do. So people listening to this, don't do that. <laughs> it's <laughs> rude to point. <laughs> and that's a nice thing about uh, I was to say about the and no spectrum didn't pay me about the NX transmitters is they've got the adjustable antenna, so you can no matter how you hold it, you can adjust it so it's sticking up. Uh, it's like it's on I a think, uh, or something? It's it's just on a, a hinge. You can actually yeah. fold it all the way over for storage, but it's yeah. on a hinge, just a one one degree of freedom hinge. And yeah, okay. yeah see the older it's, spectrums had it too. Yeah, and they kind of got away with it for a while. It, yeah, is a nub like that? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought you were saying it moves with you as you reorient the transmitter. No, it's not animatronic. Wow, it's got a built-in gyro. <laughs> it's like, my transmitter yeah. won't move. It's just. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so anyways, flotilla. Yeah. <laughs> flotilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, this is the RC roundtable. We're going to talk more RC stuff. Hey, hey, if we prevent you from crashing your plane, then my job is done. All right, so so flotilla of fun. Let's see if these pictures there loaded was water, up. there were boats, there was a submarine, all good, right? Yeah, you, there was all kinds of good stuff. I know what wasn't uh, there. Oh, Ali. Yeah, really I apologize good... to Fitz. But, hey, uh, you know what? I'll just jump to this, though. I did send my neighbor in, in my behalf, my buddy Steve. Your proxy. And then he brought, he brought this back. Ugh. He brought this back for me. Wow. Look what I got. Is that a new starter for the Suburban? <laughs> it, it could probably, probably do that. Could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, and I'm, I'm going to call out my buddy Kirk, who is online with us right now. And I know my neighbor was the one who did it, but I asked Kirk if he still had the motor. He said yes. So I sent him money via PayPal. And then I asked my neighbor if he wouldn't mind picking it up for me from Kirk. And uh, my neighbor, he's like, he's in his car and he goes, So I got your motor. I gave him two hundred dollars. Isn't that how much you owed him? I went. I, I already paid him. He goes. Oh, I just gave him two hundred dollars. I was like, no. <laughs> wow, that's a big honking motor. Let me, let me hold it like a fish. Look at the size <laughs> of this guy. 
But yeah, this is a 50 got a motor equivalent <laughs> brushless motor with, I don't Big know, mother. what is that, five or six millimeter bullets on that sucker? Oh, oh be more six, than that, probably eight. Well, no, I bet they're bigger than that. Oh, I bet they're six. You're in a workshop. Anyway, don't you got a ruler, a caliper? I do, if you want to let me pause and tell everybody how big these bullets are, but I'm pretty sure they're... Anyway, long story short, this is one of the two engines that will be on my yellow aircraft P-38. So, again, thank you, Kirk, for giving me a great deal. I appreciate it. You are a gentleman and a scholar. So that's my show and tell. So that's that's my show and tell from the Fitz Flotilla of Fun right <laughs> go-to. <laughs> Speaking of Kirk, looks like uh, uh, Sparky is giving us uh, a little flack for his dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that's terrible. All right. Terrible. All right. So Fitz, you talk. I will go grab my caliper and figure it out. All right. Let's see if I can learn how to share share slide, share screen. Uh window. Is it this one? Can we do 10 reps with that motor? This is it. Does everybody have their friendly caliper? All right. So can you guys see this? Um do I... oh man, no, it's nice might be slow. See anything? I just nope. see your pretty face. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to share it. I had to stream. There you go. Do you see the big picture? We see, uh, we see the on. we see the collection. Oh, it didn't show the oh. Did you share the um, wrong window? Yeah, it's probably shared in the wrong window. Hold on one second. Uh, see if I know how to do this. Six and a half. Six and a half. <laughs> Six and a half. <laughs> Inches. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, how many watts is a fifty cc electric motor good for? I don't know, but I was told to put one hundred and twenty amp ESC on it. Are there no specs on the box? No. Just says 50 cc equivalent. Hmm. Uh, right. Continuous current 138 amps, 138, 130 amps. Max burst 150 amps. 12 S lipo proper range 24 to 25. All right, biggin. It is times two. And I think Fitz has got another one on order for me. Thank you, Fitz. Indeed, I do. All right, let's try this again. Okay. And what are you doing for speed controls? Uh, probably Phoenix 120. All right. HV. I see hey, Kirk. Okay. Kirk. So speaking of Kirk, there's Kirk and uh, Bob. And uh, and uh, to the left is Phil. Just, you can just barely see him. And uh, there's a couple of the guys. So um, is my mouse going to work? Shoot, this is going to be slow. I just realized I'm going over to network. Uh, so oh, uh, this is uh, one of my... <laughs> Close your eyes and imagine yeah. a man spinning uh, with a boat in the water. Can you see that? <laughs> yep. So there's... there's Chris um, Craft. Uh, yeah, Chris Craft, runabout. This is uh, one of my club members, Fred. He pulled this out and was flying that. 
Is that wood or plastic? Uh, oh, it's probably wood. It's all wood, yeah. Okay. And there it is running. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, Andrew wants a DeLorean update after this. That'll be quick. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> Actually, I got an interesting DeLorean story. Oh, okay. uh, so, oh man, I should have copied these to the local hard drive. They're on a, on a yeah. server. They're on a little tugboat. <laughs> Vince, we can't keep doing this. I love you, but okay, there we uh, go. Stop okay. right there. Oh, yeah, tell us about okay, so. Or is this a video? So, Bob. Oh, it's a video. Yeah. Yeah, that's a video. I, I don't know if the video. I don't think the video will run. I'm not going to play it. Instagram? Uh, it might be. So we had yeah. a submarine show up. This is uh, Bob, I forgot his last name, from uh, Nautilus Subworks. He moved, recently moved to Houston, and so he specializes in, in submarines. He, he custom builds them, and, all, and he has a YouTube channel, RC Subguy, if I remember correctly. And he showed up with his nice little uh, Oberon-class submarine. This is a, a Canadian version. And it ran really well. He, he, he um, uh, put it in the water and uh, went down and submerged. Let's see if I can... Uh, Go through here. We go. There's a picture of it, uh, kind of half submerged. It was really neat, even though the water wasn't as clear as it usually is. It still ran really well. Uh, it's neat about this one is it had uh, working foldable dive planes, uh, so they can fold up and down and, and stuff, all, all radio controlled. Uh, and this one was interesting because he used a, a 2.4 gigahertz radio, and so the antenna sticks up at, at periscope depth in order hmm. to run it. Hey, it's, it's speeding up now. That the submarine races. Yeah, and he had. I'm going to skip through a bunch of them real quick. Yeah, it's it was a, it was um, shakedown crew, so he had a little bit of an issue with the hatch popping off on him, <laughs> as you can see there. Uh, but it was no harm. Is that a anything. pressure vessel? There's a pressure vessel in the middle. Yeah, you can see the oh, okay. the transparent tube, and so, so there's there's ballast. there's a ballast tank in the middle, and it's sectioned off for the servos in the front for the dive planes and the motor servos in the rear for the uh, di uh the rear planes and the twin motors on it and stuff so and he's got some foam on the side and whatnot so yes uh uh i think i don't know if this one had any wet servos in it i don't remember hmm. so how big is this thing it was pretty big probably pushing four feet long oh okay well, the, there you go oh there's yeah there we go yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big mother. That's Bob. Yes, he's gonna kill me. I forgot his last name. Uh, neat guy to talk to. He brought some. He he's a author now. He had some of his books Bob on submarines. I, Duncan. Bob. <laughs> Duncan. <get> uh, <laughs> speaking of dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so here's my challenge for you. Um, at the next fa 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 fa. Bring a GoPro in a waterproof case and shame him into putting that on the sub so you can get oh, some underwater footage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm full of those. Uh, here's a gentleman. He's uh, he had a catamaran, which is pretty neat. He's pulling up in his little uh, buggy, boat shaped buggy. He also had oh, an airplane. He's working boat. on it. No, I don't think it was. Well, if it was, he didn't put it in the water. I didn't notice it when he was pulling it. Only when I took after looking at the pictures, I said, "Hey, wait a minute!" <laughs> but he was—he put the uh, catamaran in the water, and he had a GB RC airplane he wanted to show me that he's working on. Uh, oh. So it came from a short kit. Really nice, nice-looking kit he had started putting together. And I talked to him before. He had another plane he was working on before.
four. Uh, and so I guess he, uh, there's Jeff Lee, Jeff. you know, Jeff. Yeah. It Jeff is. 3d printed this PT boat for his father. Ooh, this nice. is all 3d printed. He painted it really nice. He detailed it up. It's got some weathering. It's got three motors on it. Just like the real uh, one, right? motor. Just, just like the real one, yeah. And it's big too. And this one's at least three feet long. It's a, it's a big mother. Uh, and, and his father is working on working torpedoes that he can launch out of the torpedo tubes. He's three oh, D printing them. Awesome. Yeah, so we've been talking about how to motorize them and how to activate them and that kind of stuff. So, uh, so he brought that out for some trial runs. Uh, and that sailboat, that yellow and was it red? I guess uh, that's Keith's, not Keith's. That's um, Kirk's uh, East Coast twelve meter boat, which I have one. I haven't finished it, but it's this is a nice big boat with a really shallow draft and keel. It's great for taking anywhere. And his did the it's a big boat. The picture doesn't do it justice. It's a really big sailboat, and uh, did really well even though the winds were pretty light. Uh, cool. And then there is a few more. We actually got pretty. You can see there's what five boats in this in this picture. Yeah, you can see the tugboat, a sailboat in the, in the background. Um, I mean that's a submarine again. I'm gonna go just flip through some pictures here. Sorry, it's running a little slow. I forgot to copy everything over to the local hard drive. Uh, so, uh, picture. There he goes on a dive. Dive, dive. Uh, so what limits him from diving too far? He's running on two. Uh, well, it'll automatically uh, surface if it loses radio signal. Uh, it's got a fail-safe system in it. Yeah, okay. it'll pop back up. Cool. And so, yeah, there's a neat shot of it kind of going down next yeah. to the tugboat there. Uh, and speaking of tugboats, we had, the tugboats did a lot of um, uh, <laughs> duty work. rescuing, not a rescue work. Uh, especially the, the speedboats came out and they're always flipping over. And uh, and so the uh, the uh, I think it was the one sold by Horizon. There's a PT boat again, uh, where it has the big arms that come out the front. And so they were rescued. Even I got rescued once. My boat flipped over, uh, and then wouldn't right itself because Jeff kept their size to get an idea. And that's size all of the PT 3D boat. printed. That's all 3D printed, 100, except for the the drive shafts. Wow. Uh, there's that's some speed cool. boats. Yeah, really neat. He, he got the files from somewhere. He's been working on it forever. Uh, so he had a bunch of different speedboats. They had a nice outrunner. Here's some more of the tugboats and various sailboats that came out. We had a really good crowd. The weather was a little threatening early in the morning, but it cleared up pretty quickly. It ended up being a really nice day. Uh, so we, we get a good crowd out here. This is in South Houston in what we call the Clear Lake area. And we have this boat meet, well, roughly every three months. Just get together. It's it's It's... Just very loosely organized. Um, this boat, this is also Bob brought this. You can't see here. But I don't have any closer pictures. This is a replica of the Jaws boat mm. from the movie Jaws. And it's actually called Orca. the Orca. Yes. And it has the figures in it that look just like um, the actors in the movie. And he, need, he needs to tow the barrels behind it. <laughs> he needs to just put three those three yellow, I mean, two or three of the oh, yeah, barrels he shot. And just tow the barrels behind the boat. <laughs> yeah. He has a little jaw shark that he has that he can tow, I think, tow behind it, or he's got one he's going to make real controlled. Uh, so it's, it's a really good job on it. Did a fantastic job on it. There's some more different tugboats. But for some reason, we had a lot of tugboats out this past weekend. A lot of them. <laughs> it was like a tugboat day. 
Uh, here's another different type of tugboat. Uh, even some of them had sound systems in it. And one guy had, here's the Orca again, uh, one that had differential drive so he could spin in place with it. Cool. Uh, yeah, there's uh, some little little speedboat there. That's the Kirk's thing. Uh, we had a couple of the um, I don't know if I'll get to it, but a couple of little surfer dudes, oh, our yeah, rig control surfer dudes. We ended up a couple fun. of them were there. Yeah, they were. They were actually did really well. Were they brushless or brushed? Out. I have no idea. I didn't look at them close enough. Well, were they fast or not? They were pretty quick. Okay, it's probably brushless. I've got one that's the stock Kyosho, and it has a regular canned 05 brush motor. And it's still pretty fun. They're very nimble, but uh, it's not terribly fast. Um, fun. Yeah, and there were two color, two different colors, too. Yeah. Uh, let me jump out and skip forward, because it's running really slow. Let me just see if I can pick a couple of pictures, because um, I don't know which what's coming up, and I got some re repetitive stuff. Uh, mystery. Give me a second. Um, Lee, are those new glasses? Are they blue? They are. Have you always worn blue glasses? On this show, yes. Huh. These are my computer glasses. So I have to have them blue so they don't I don't mix them up with my black ones that I use for day to day. <laughs> gotcha. So while right. he's looking for stuff, I'm gonna do a show and tell. So Fitz, you just keep digging through your photos, download them all. No, I got I, no, no, nope, too late. Done. Nope, sorry. Nope. <laughs> oh ah, fine. Uh, just leave it out for a second. I got it. Oh, so here is some really interesting detail. He had simulated barnacles. This is on one of the submarines, the I think a cooler class submarine. And he put sand and painted over it and made it look like barnacles and stuff all over it, which looked really good. Yeah, that's pretty neat. And uh, yeah, it was a neat effect. And, and let's see. Uh, here we go. Um, oh, ah, wouldn't have gotten away. I got another one. Almost done. I'll be quiet. So here's one of the catamarans being rescued by the tugboat. It flipped over, and so they got to get towed back to shore. If I had been able to make it to your event, I would have had my FPV tugboat ready. Sorry, oh, I wasn't there. We've been waiting for that forever. It's it's done. It's ready to go. I got it working the other day. Well, I can't I can't reach and, uh, over there and get it, but uh, yeah, it's all working. It's it does its job. It's not supposed to be pretty. Video or it never happened. Do you have All right, so to put a I don't know what this means, head? Fitz. What's this mean? Court nozzle props. Anybody's using court nozzle props. Court nozzle props. Court. I'm not familiar with that term. Is that a I'm afraid to search on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be on a <laughs> uh, so here's a neat shot. Is it showing? Or no, you didn't show it. Do you have to keep clicking the link every time I go off? Lee? Every time you get out, yes, I have to put it back in. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. So uh, here's a neat shot showing kind of the, the, a good cross section of what was there. You got a tugboat. You've got the the swift boat. Uh, Terry, you have one of these, I believe. Still do. Uh, there's the air the airboat on the far right, the black one. Remember mm -hmm. these, Lee? That one, it does. It makes a lot more noise than it does power. 
Yes. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> that thing screeches like heck, and uh, um, it just doesn't really move all that fast. Uh, okay, so I don't got. Let me just pick one, one or two more, and we'll, we'll read this. Um, so, so Kirk said yes. It's like a ducted fan for a boat. Yeah, it basically is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Tugboats do that. Uh, all right. Let me. No, tugboats a little better. I know I got one, one or two good ones. Well, that patrol Ooh, boat is kind of like that too. Their jet drives is that different? No, I think the jet. No, I think it's. Uh, it's a big nozzle that actually turns. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Ah, here we go. Um, all right. I want to stop sharing and share again. There you go. There's a surfer dude. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if that's what you were. Is that the same type that you have or not? I don't remember. If Looks like it. There's that one, and there's a yellow, and there was a yellow one. <laughs> is it the one up top that's upside down? In the picture? No, I think it's a. That, I think that's I a speedboat. So. Oh <laughs> no, no, it was pretty obvious. They don't. They didn't flip upside down. They were really stable. Yeah. Although one hit Kirk's boat, <laughs> his sailboat. <laughs> oh, there's a kind of colorful sailboat in the background there. So, anyways, I think that's uh that's like that's gorgeous enough. Sorry, I should have put stuff on the um. Uh, uh, on the local drive, so you're not so bored. But anyway, we had a really good turnout. Thanks everybody for showing up. Uh, and um, if you're interested in the Houston area, interested in joining, send us a note at contact at rcroundtable.com, and I'll add you to the mailing list, and you'll get a notification the next time we have one. It's a lot of fun. It's low key. It's absolutely free. Meet some cool people and see some neat stuff. Every time we have it, we have something different that comes out there's always some new some interesting thing uh people brought uh so uh it's a nice diversion from flying airplanes a little bit so anyways go to the next one and leo let you wear the fpv goggles while he rescues boats oh yeah so Fitz, are you downloading <laughs> more stuff because your screen has gone yeah digital again digitized Yep. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. Stop it. downloading stop stuff. Don't you have a hardwire? <laughs> it's like you're on Wi-Fi. That's you hardwire. I am on Wi-Fi. Garage. Oh no, I but didn't. You hardwired. You did. Huh? It's, Negative. I mean, Terry, didn't he say Negative. he ran a wire to the garage? I don't remember. I thought he pointed I a big antenna at the garage he, or something. <laughs> that I. Oh, that's did, it. Yes. You, you don't point the antenna. You point it. Actually. Yeah, maybe your antenna's pointed wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I just pointed wrong. Uh, all right. How about so now I'm things will be clear now. Yeah, He's shutting down all yeah, the top of your head looks great. Yeah. All the, the movie downloads he's doing right now. Torrent. You're a little better. Thank you. All right. That's your new GoPro. GoPro. Yep, my new 10. All right. So it has cameras on both sides. Ooh. Is that waterproof or does it need a case? Yes. It's waterproof. There you go. Strap it to the sub. Yeah. So this is the, the first version that has a, a back and a front. All right. So, and, oh, you know, I'm it's screen. a treat for me because I want to I want to do some more work. And I think this is cool. I think it's it's been done. So Austin was telling me they had done this before. But usually you, you had a quarter 20 in the bottom. But mm -hmm. now it just comes with these little connectors that well, I say now, but oh, I think neat. it's been around for a while. Mm. So 
yeah, so it's it's really cool. And uh, I gave Ryan my seven. So this is for me. And if you remember some of the pictures I used to do at air shows, I'd put it on a really tall or long golf ball retriever extension. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I bolted a quarter 20 on there. And so I like doing those little high angle shots. So this would be good for uh, not only Camp AMA, but Air Venture too. So how do you activate the shutter when it's on the pole? It, I use a remote app on my phone. Okay. So you can do live view and then you can just push play or stop or record or whatever you want. Okay, cool. So when you told me you got that, you said it had some problems running hot. Is that? Yeah, they 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 just say they run hot, and I'll tell you, it does get hot when it's recording. And and I've had some issues with the battery. I can't get the battery to charge past ninety five percent. So I've been leaving it on for a while and just kind of cycling the battery, but still can't get up to uh, ninety uh, to hundred. So. Maybe you have a bad battery. So I did recently order some new batteries just to try something else and then see if there's an update. I mean, I've got every firmware update in there. Oh, okay. I'll take that back. See, I did, I've been cycling it for a while. So I did charge it today. Can you see it says 99? It's hmm. probably too small. So it did get up to 99%. So I think, I mean, it may be a solution. You just have to keep cycling the battery. All right. Congratulations. Does it record forward and backwards at the same time? No, it just, <laughs> just, just one direction, but uh, you—if you have it aiming at you, then you can see what you're, what's going on. So it's you know it can be used for selfie stuff. Well, that's how 360 Fitz, cameras work. Fits to say, but this isn't that. So, uh, and then we got a request about portable power units. Oh, was that just today? That was yeah. recently. Yeah. So I'm going to show Yesterday. real quick <clears throat> on my bad shoulder. Okay, <laughs> so for Christmas, for Christmas, I got a reactor. I get exactly. So uh, I think they just found it on Amazon, but this is a company called Jackery. This is a 500 watt portable power unit. I actually used it today to test how charging batteries. So uh, I will say what I do like about this that I have used it for already, besides USB charging ports when we lost power to our house, but I've been wanting to have my large studio flash i say large my studio flash ac powered flash unit uh, powered so i can take it to some places and use as a secondary light and i ran it off this uh, ac adapter fine didn't have any problems with it pulling too much power when it was cycling so this was working great for having my little 150 watt flash unit so it has a uh, built-in inverter it does it does oh. but now i can now i can show you my soldering stuff so with my little battery, this is a 300-watt charger. And you could plug in a 12-volt port right there. I love the grunt every time you go to pick that thing Ooh, up. It's heavy. I'm not kidding you. So, but anyway, I just today to try it out, picked up a little adapter, plugged it in, ran my little 1500, you know, 3S battery in there for, what, three, uh, excuse me, three amps? No problems. Just okay. barely used any battery power in there. Do, so, do you know how many watts it's rated for? The, the five hundred power, five hundred watts. Okay, five hundred watts. The twelve volt adapter is up to ten amps. So I put two amps. One hundred twenty watts. No, so I put yeah, I put three amps on the battery. It was a about no, no, it was just about thirty six watts coming through because it even has a meter on it, and oh, it was no, charging fine. So depending on how big your battery packs are, so if you're using 3S to say 2200, 
four amp charging, you're probably good. So that'd be good to, to take to with you on the field. I, I told Fitz, mentioned this on our show, I wish we had brought this to Perry. I last minute said, eh, I don't need it. <laughs> when you get there, there's no electricity to be found. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nowhere. So we were using our portable power units, and I think mine was dead or something. Oh, no, I left it at the hotel. So that would have been great to leave at one of our tables and then charge a, a variety of things. So in case you guys are interested, I know this one wasn't cheap. I think it was about the $400 range. But um, I'm very happy with this. It's it's come in handy. And how do you charge it back up? It comes with two adapters. Uh, you can plug it into your car adapter or you can plug it into 110. Okay. What do you mean your car adapter? Like the 12 volt. Plug it in your lighter? car. Yeah, cigarette lighter in your car. Okay. Do cars still have cigarette lighters? We don't call them. They call them 12 volt uh, yeah. accessory adapters. Yeah. yeah. They still have the crazy plug, though. Oh, and right. my son said, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very nice. So uh, I would recommend it if you... Now, I was given the... the excuse me, in the context of the question was, I'd rather use something that wasn't a generator, like a gas generator. And personally, I really like the Ryobi that I have, the 1800 to 2200, I think, which is, I think it's 1800 normal use. And it's been really good to me. I had made some modifications because of some fuel line issues and using bad fuel at first. I'm, I'm now completely ethanol free on my Ryobi. And it's been a diehard. We lost power a few weeks ago and plugged it in outside and it works great. So highly recommend the Ryobi inverter uh, generator. And this is just one of those things you can quickly you know, charge it at home, throw it in the car and just have it as a backup. And I'll tack on that. I'm not sure I, I mentioned it on our show, but I think I told one of you guys I was selling an electronic device on Craigslist and I wanted to make sure I could show him it would power on. So I brought that and turned the device on. And he was like, how did you even think of bringing that? He goes, I just assumed I was just going to have to you know, spin the wheel and wish it was, you know, it would turn on. I was like, no, I mean, mm -hmm. you, you want to see the lights come on, don't you? And it's like, that's brilliant. I think that could have been the selling point is to make sure you can, you know, prove that it turns on. So handy, hmm. very handy. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So are we uh, ready for the DeLorean? <laughs> It'll be this quick. <laughs> well, you would have to ask about that. Uh, I don't know. I can. I wasn't prepared to talk about it, and the lens on the camera is not good. Well, I could just you just want me to talk about it. I can't show any pictures. Just yeah. He wants an update. Give him the that's update. The only option you have remaining. That's all he's asking. Okay. For. You don't have to. But I might have something I, I can show on the camera. I bought a part. <laughs> that's all you have to say. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, I've done some work on it. Uh, not a whole lot, but um, I um have i told you i got the pass the driver's side door open and so now i got some new struts for the door because before it just wouldn't stay open it just kind of was my arm <laughs> you know just kabunk. so um what was interesting is uh i'm on a couple of different um, um facebook groups for deloreans and <laughs> this is a video get that out <laughs> uh so uh <laughs> um yeah, so a guy posted that he had taken his out and got it inspected and stuff. And then he mentions that he was in this place. I'm like, wait a minute, that's the next town over. So I sent We're him a neighbors. DM. I said, 
said, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, I saw your posting. You were, were, I just picked one up for a neighbor. And he goes, oh, great. Can I come over and take a look at it? <laughs> so <laughs> so he came hell? over and, yeah, no, no. So I yeah. So he, no, not me, him. He wanted to take a look at mine. Uh, so he came over and gave me some pointers and stuff. And he showed me, he, he uh, showed me how to install the struts on the door, which is really interesting. So I got new struts on, I put new struts on both doors. So now they they swing open and stay, which is real nice. Uh, and they and go, then he, <laughs> uh, actually, we <laughs> talked about that because you can put, there's a torsion bar in there. He was telling me, in fact, I ended up seeing how he sets it. There's a torsion bar that takes a load off once you sort of open the door and help it eat. Cause the doors are kind of heavy once they're all loaded up. And you can adjust that torsion bar. And so he says, if the torsion bar is too tight, the doors will go, duh, 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 and that's not good. <laughs> so you want it. So it just kind of comes up and stops. So that was interesting to know about that. He said, yeah, because it can put too much stress on the system. You can wear out some parts. I'm waiting, uh, I'm so waiting we, to go, boing. <laughs> 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 uh, so uh actually i ended up going over to his house this past weekend he said hey i'm doing some work on it you're welcome to stop by we can talk some more about it and i came went over to his house to see his um car and he had taken off some of the body panels he was working on aligning his doors and it was really interesting to see it missing half the body and it's just an interesting design car it's just really fascinating it's got a lot of uh, fiberglass parts to it under, underneath the body structure and he had one of the fenders off. And even though it's stainless steel, the fender is extremely light. You can pick it up. You can pick it up with a finger practically. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I would, didn't, would think things would be that light on it. And uh, he started up for me. And we talked a lot about different things, electrical system, engine parts, and that kind of stuff. So uh, he's really a great guy, nice guy. I'm glad I met him. He's going to be a great source of information. Uh, he's a real do-it-yourselfer kind of guy. So he's, he's not a... Uh, he's not a poser. He really gets in there and, and does a lot of work and a lot, a lot of do-it-yourself kind of stuff. So, uh, well, this is, and he's just—he's just, literally 15 minutes away. What's that? You, you wheel your car into his garage and say, "Whenever you're ready." <laughs> <laughs> do, do some things of that. <laughs> yeah, he's just over here. No, no, no. In fact, he's got some parts for me, so um, he's probably gonna oh. come over again, and we're gonna talk about some. Yeah, he had some extra parts. Hey, I got some extra parts and stuff. If you're interested, uh, so it's really great. And it, it was a lot of. I had a lot of questions for him, especially about the interior, how to fix this and that. And because he, when he got his, it was a little bit damaged too. So we had to do some work in repairing it. Uh, and but his, his is drivable. He's driven it around. He's driven some long road trips on it, relatively long road trips and stuff. So he just decided to to, to fix some niggling issues with, that he had. So he started taking it apart and stuff. Uh, so well, it's, it's interesting. This is a fascinating car. It's relatively easy to work on in a lot of ways that you can pull off pieces and parts and there's no computer system in there. You can go into the engine compartment and work around. Um, he had pulled off the, uh, the, like the rear bumper and fascia, which was kind of neat. I don't know if I can show a picture of it and it will come out, but, um, don't know if you can see that. You probably can't. No. Uh, You're going to be out of focus. Yeah, you can't see it. No. Yeah, you can't really see it. But this is the rear end of it missing the bumper, the rear end, the side panel. It, it just, uh, it's neat how you can sort of pull pieces out, out of a part out of it and that kind of stuff. Uh, so it was really great to, to have local expert, so to speak. Yeah, that's and, a good resource for you. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, like I said, I'm kind of 
overtaxed at the moment, but around summertime, I should be, have more free time to start working on it in more earnest. Because I need to do, the first thing I need to do is go through the fuel system. I got to go in, check the fuel tank, clean out the fuel tank, redo all the fuel lines. I did get a whole new set of braided fuel lines for the engine compartment. There's a bunch of fuel lines that kind of go all over the place. And so, and everybody says, you know, don't trust the original ones, get some better stuff. So you don't want to fire. That's the last thing I want. So I've been slowly collecting parts and pieces and stuff and trying to get a rough idea of what I want to start with. So the first thing is the fuel system is going to go, I got to get a new fuel pump probably. I'm sure I do. Uh, and filter and go from there. So you're sticking with the stock engine for now? For now, yeah. I want to get it running and drive around a little bit. It sounds, it's a nice, nice sounding engine. He started his up and he's like, well, that's, it sounds really cool. It's got a nice grumble to it. Hmm. So, uh, so I'll, that way I can move it around and get it, get it running, driving so I can take it places and get it repaired, get more major repairs, get it. I need to really look at the underframe. So take it somewhere where I can put it on a lift, look up underneath it, see if there's any I'm, serious I'm looking issues. looking forward, looking forward to the day that he has that out with K9 next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much nerve <laughs> in one place. Yes, yeah. I can put him on the passenger seat, just have him looking out. <laughs> I got to work on canine too. <laughs> that little bitty window is prop it up. Well, you can't pop it up. Speaking of canine, I've got his tail mechanism out on a workbench. I need. I've been trying to work get it fixed. It's supposed to have two servos, and you can see there's only one. Yeah. The metal fatigue and broke off the other servo mount, and so I need to basically redo the the uh, mechanism. This is a a gimbal basically to to wags the tail. This is the tail here, and so the servos uh, probably too tall. So the the servos move the tail up and down and left and right. So. Um, some of the people at the, my local makerspace were kind of grumbling, say, "Hey, we're, we may have some events and stuff. Can you bring canine out?" And like, uh, <laughs> all right, let me let me get to start working on him if I can. See if I can get him fixed up. He's been beat up pretty well. Anyway, so is the DeLorean a five-speed? I should know that. Uh, it was Does it automatic have three and pedals manual. Or two? Well, you can get them automatic or manual. Yeah, so I don't know how many speeds the automatic. Mine's a manual. And I think it's at least five, I think. I think it's a five gear or whatever. I had to double check. 20 gears. <laughs> you know, I didn't pay attention. I gotta look. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted a manual drive. So something a little, yeah, sure. it, they're a little faster, a little fun to drive. Uh, and that's the only thing. And it's easier to convert if I wanted to do an electric thing. The manual's easier to do than an automatic. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it still use the transmission if you go electric? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can bolt up the motor right to the transmission. You make adapter oh. plates. Interesting. And so, because okay. with automatic, you need an engine that idles to run the, all the pumps and stuff, and it's just a pain. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You have to do something else. Oh, thank you, Andrew. Five speed. Yeah, you know, I should know that, but I, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> you didn't get in and play and sh shift through the gears? A little bit when I back to the ground. Well, it's missing the the bulb is not on top. It just got the stalk. <laughs> I think the bulb is in a box somewhere. I have it, but it's in a box. So I didn't just didn't pay attention. Right. So anyway, so right now there's a couple airplanes sitting on top of it. It's holding some airplanes down, or airplanes rolling it down yeah. as I rearrange the garage. Yeah. Any uh, horizontal but, surface. Yeah, it's funny how horizontal surfaces tend to collect things. Yep. So so I've got my Bearcat and. 
some Corsair wings and a little airplane sitting on top of it right at the moment. Otherwise, I'm trying to find space for stuff. Yeah. Good night, Stephen. I'm with I'm with Stephen. It's bedtime. But yeah, we're getting there. All right. Well, we got anything else we need to wrap up on? And then I don't think so. Day. Are there any events coming up that you guys are going to? Uh, Texas City Warbird this coming weekend. Warbird and Swap Meet. Um, here at least in Houston. Uh, next after that, I think another club in Alvin has a big bird. After that, there's a big plastic model meet, uh, which is not really our Yarn. thing here. Yeah, I know, I know. but I, I need all those static I don't models. Know. <laughs> yeah, see anything in May? Joel Niles coming up in May. Oh, SAE Aero Design. SAE Aero Design. That's Worth. in Fort Worth, Texas. Are you guys our... volunteering? I'm working for the AMA. Really? I am. Okay. I'm being sent to SAE Aero Design. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, you didn't so... share that with us yet. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. So you're going to be right up there in the thick of it. Do they issue you a hard hat or do you bring your own? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's over there, but I have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought so it was over here, but no, it's over there. SAE Aero Design, we've talked about it before on the show. That's going to be uh, May 20th and 21st. Well, 20 through the 22nd. So that weekend. Uh, is judging Thunderbird is on a, Field? At a Thunderbird Field, Fort Worth, Texas, just south of Fort Worth. Uh, this is the SAE East, if my note's correct. They have an East and West. So West is going to be in California somewhere. Uh, and East. Well, yeah, I know it's in the really central, but that's the funny thing. East. They, they swap. It's actually east or west, depending on how they feel that particular year, uh, being in the <laughs> middle. Uh, so that's um, that'll be fun. I'll be there too. I'll be helping uh, Raymond do some photographing and stuff for SAE people, and then that's always going to be interesting. It'll be interesting this year because of the whole COVID thing. If there be any international teams or not, that'll be really interesting because I think they did it last year, but there were no international teams. They ended up just being, you know quite a bit smaller than it usually is and flying a lot more times for each team. Uh, so anyways, we'll talk about that, I guess, in the future. That's, that's in May. Somebody mentioned Apache Pass coming up too, May 5th and 8th. I see. Um, what? Why do not I have that on there? Oh, here it is. Yeah, Heli is over Apache Pass. So a helicopter event in the Apache Pass. Uh, we That's the same place we went for the um, uh, Flight Fest some years ago. I forgot the name of the town. Uh, it's out in the middle of somewhere. But it's a very nice field, though. Uh, and Seth, so that's a... I don't have Seth. I don't know when it's coming up. Do you guys know? Soon. One day when we're all retired and have nothing better to do, we're going to take the time to do Seth, and then Journal's right next to it, so we'll just go from one to the next, and then go to museums. <laughs> just get a big RV to drive just, around? Yeah. 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 I'll put just, you on the back of my trailer. Thank you. I'll put a couple <laughs> windows. I'll put a couple windows and maybe some yeah. lazy boys. In yeah, there. just get the torsion springs will be good. <laughs> I uh, did see. I just so you know, I there are some really cool trailer designs on Flying Giants, but I did see a guy with a little bit bigger trailer, but he put bunk beds that bolted to the wall and they would come man. down. So he uh. would you know, put them up when he had the planes in there, and the planes were gone. He'd bring these beds down. It's like. Dang. <laughs> 
So April 25th is Seth. Thank you. Oh, that's this month. Wow. I didn't think it was this month. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to go back to Seth. I've only been there once and it was was a lot of fun. Yeah. I've done two of them. They were fun. Yeah. We see how things have changed. That's right. We'll fix it. There you go. All right. I think we're done. We're done. Rockdale. Oh, thank you, uh, Mike. All right. So it's in Rockdale, Texas for um, Helios over Apache Pass. So anyways, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this live episode of RC Roundtable. Uh, we always appreciate doing these live shows. Love hearing from you guys, all these great questions, silly jokes, and whatnot, and ribbing. Nice ribbing from our some of our buddies. Uh, so hopefully we'll do this again sometime soon. In the meantime, look for our audio podcasts, rcroundtable.com. We are on with iTunes and Podbean and wherever else you can get our RSS feed. Uh, or just go to the website and you can download the MP3 files directly. And stay tuned, of course, to our social media stuff like Facebooking where Lee posts all his memes. <laughs> and uh, and we have an Instagram. Facebooking? Yeah, that's Facebooking. And the Insta Facegram or whatever. I don't know. I'm very, I look, whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than, you know, the, you know the routine. The usual stuff. Uh, social media. Uh, it's, uh, uh, do, we even have a Twitter account too, don't we? Yeah. It's got a lot of dust on it and cobwebs. Anyways, I digress. Thanks, everybody, so much. We really, really appreciate you guys. I see you guys, everybody in the chat, mm-hmm. personal friends of ours, people from all corners of the earth. Uh, Our family. Really you guys. Our family, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we pay them well. Uh, especially the ones that interrupt us when we're doing a podcast. But anyways, thanks, everybody, so much. You guys got any last things to say before we bug out? Nope. Send us your... Send us your emails, comments, posts on our Facebook page. We'd love to communicate with you guys, and we look forward to giving you guys an episode 151 soon. Yeah, all right. He said, Ditto. Okay, on that note, thanks everybody for watching and listening. If you're listening just later at a later time, and we will see you next time. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts, where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.